Welcome to A Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In our second part of our chat with Natalie from Beer Feelings, we continue to look at the differences between the UK and the US and their beers. Let's drop in with our American cousins over at Beer Feelings. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're three beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. amazing because we are like so that, much more resilient than any of that's the why i love this community specifically on tiktok like instagram instagram is fine instagram like instagram is instagram and it's whatever tiktok is so interesting because specifically like i can only speak to the community that i'm a part of specifically women that review beer talk about beer teach about beer just keep an eye on each other and that makes me feel safe on the platform like I know Lady Justice Brewing is in Colorado and they're, they're lovely humans. Allison is one of the owners and she was one of the first people to, rec- to recognize me as beer feelings. Like I walked into her brewery and she was like, oh my gosh, your beer feelings. And this is maybe like three weeks into me starting the podcast. And I was like, uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> You're like, depends on who's weird, asking why. <laughs> my parents don't even know that that's the name of my podcast, but okay. But like, she keeps an eye from her brewery account. She keeps an eye. And when people say mean things, she comments back and she's like, that's really rude of you to say, have a nice day. Like, yes, queen. That deserves all that yes kind of, so I love lady justice. If anyone is in Colorado, go visit lady justice. They make delicious IPAs. My work, so good. my work has, so our US office is based in Colorado. Uh, and I kept, I keep being like, well, I mean, if anyone wants to, they keep like, they come over to us and I'm, I'm like, oh, I like beer. And they're like, we've got really good beer. And I'm like, oh, well, I oh mean, my gosh. if I have to go over there for work at some point, like I wouldn't be. When you go, let me know. And I'll tell you <laughs> my favorite go-to breweries and like what they're good at. I am genuinely not sure that I'm ever important enough to go over to Colorado. <laughs> I believe I'm going to start I'm, manifesting this I'm for just, you. Yeah, please do. Cause I'm manifesting it for me as well. I'm just like, please <laughs> let me go over there. Because also it means like I could see my family a lot easier. Cause I could be like, just fly to Colorado. It's exactly. Than the UK. Or I can fly to you on the way home. It would make things a little bit easier if I got to go there for like a week. So manifest that oh my for gosh, me. Okay. But really I want to try all the beers. <laughs> It's so good. Like I, I miss Colorado for a number of reasons. Like I miss my parents. I miss no bugs. I'm getting used to mosquitoes. Um, that's new. Elevation uh, wise. How are you feeling elevation wise? I feel great. Like we're just a couple hundred over sea level. And like the fact that I'm this far into the beer and I still feel pretty coherent. Like I'm on the right side of Colorado is quite Much higher high mm-hmm. up because I know right. that when um some of the guys from work have gone over to Colorado and they're like yeah you drink like one beer and you're and you're done gone because exactly. the elevation is outrageous and every time they go over there and they go out for drinks it's like I mean I th- so all the people I know are very British um so as you can imagine I, the stereotype is probably correct that they could probably <laughs> 
double drink a lot of the people in the US. They go over there and they're just like, oh, the hangover was terrible. And there's no uh, oxygen. The there's no air. <laughs> and I wish I could say that like I've been using it to my advantage and like running and working out and everything's been great. Like, no, I've been a couch potato <laughs> besides the yard work. Um, but yeah, the, the elevation change is actually like in my favor. Um, there's still mountains, they're more like hills in Vermont, but there's still like beautiful scenery to look around at. But I do, I miss my family and I miss the beer and the beer here is great. I just think I'm going to tire of hazy IPA. So I'm really hoping that it is a more seasonal system and I get some like wicked browns. Like that's what I want. Oh, yeah. And that's okay. We're when get you guys pumpkin get pumpkin spice season, yeah, we don't we even like pumpkin. Ooh, pumpkin I, sp- I don't care if you don't like it. I don't even care if you don't like it, honestly. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm just See, this is it now. See, because we're 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 done, being we're done with we're this. We're hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and our time has come to an end. <laughs> What's that? Uh we've got to go. Oh. <laughs> no, but when you were talking oh, about the um the rims and you putting a rim on, and that's very controversial. That's like um in new england when you have pumpkin pumpkin spice beers of any type whether it be stout like any of them literally you get caramel oh and brown sugar brown sugar i rim. have mine right sugar. here yes! this is the chai oh, cream so we I were gonna that. call this the pumpkin spice beer sugar because it's all the stuff that you put in pumpkin spice yeah but some people are a little obtuse and they don't realize that pumpkin spice does not have pumpkin in it. Right. It is just the spices. It's the spices so we call it chai. It. But yeah. yeah, this is basically a like pumpkin rim. Oh, I'm going to have to order some of that. Send oh, it to my parents do. in Massachusetts. They're coming yeah. over in November. And your mom can bring it over. Yeah. Send They're it coming the over for my birthday. They're leaving at the end of, they're leaving. I think uh, they, they arrive on Halloween, which is the perfect time Ooh. to use. Um, but oh yeah, like gosh. when you were talking about ribs, I was thinking of like uh, pumpkin spice ribs. I have literally, I just had this the other day. Uh, we, this is we have gone so off kilter for like it's what fine. we were this episode all the controversial yeah, like, topics. Like, so bad about this it. is gonna be but, but we I'm are talking it. controversy yeah. like we are talking yeah. controversy and to be fair the, some people at least like when we just chat so hopefully they like this chat let us know if you do just like this chat and we'll just do more of these chats no, only people. leave a five star yeah, don't leave us a only three star five star review. <laughs> like this chat that's just rude and, and then go to beer feelings and leave me a five-star yeah, review yeah. <laughs> and then buy some merch uh, and Cheers. then my mom will take it all over when she comes in <laughs> um so I just had this which was a down east cider it's a cider donut cider oh, hmm. um my friend who is like my brother gave this to me to take home when I was there at Christmas and he had been saving it not like not for me but he had had it and it was left over in his fridge and I was talking about how so gutted that I'd missed out on this cider because um for you it would be hard cider for us it's just cider Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, oh, I, I really wanted this apple cider donut. It's amazing. It that literally tasted awesome. like apple cider. Like it tastes like an apple cider donut. It was incredible. If you can get this, I think they might do it every autumn. You need to get it because it I is actually amazing. <laughs> <For> my pants. <laughs> it is cinnamon, brown sugar, and vanilla with fresh pressed cider backbone coming from the apples. It says, come for the apples, stay for the donut. So they are based in, I know they're in Massachusetts, but I'm not sure. I want to say that. That's not far, though. We'll just scoot on down. 
So, okay. While you're looking for that, I'll tell you my silly American story. So, um, because it's now a seven hour show. Um, so 20 hours is what we're getting to. We're doing a 24 hour stream. Let's do this. Honestly, at this ABV, I'm like, I'm going to need this. Um, so when Aaron and I were looking at new places to live, we would basically go for a weekend and we would drive around and I wanted to just do like ordinary things. So go to the grocery store, go to the gas station, see how much garbage there was on the street, um, just to get a good idea of like, what are these towns like? And so the first time we came to new England, we flew into Vermont and then we drove through New Hampshire into Maine and then kind of like made a full circle and came back. And every town, Joe, this is after the interview with you. And so we had mentioned a few like city names in England. And as we're driving through, I'm like, oh, Essex, that's a city in England. Oh, (laughs) Manchester, that's a city in England. Oh, Kent, that's a city in England. And on the third one, Aaron was like, Natalie, we're in New England. Like (laughs) that's why they're named this because it's a, it's a copy. It's the, it's the same as England. And I was like, Oh, I mean, it's not, it's not a copy, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like named in honor. And I, I was just like, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, in new England and, and every state, it seems like has Manchester and Essex at least, and a number of others. It's That's yeah, probably it's, where, like, similar places to where the boats came from. Well, what what I think is interesting as well is, um, I never really thought about it until you've just said this now. Because obviously, are you like born and raised in Colorado? Mm-hmm. So I'm yep. born and raised Massachusetts. Pilgrims landed in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and it's like I've grown up as Salem witch trials in Salem. Like I've grown up having all this <laughs> history of being like, oh yeah, like from the earliest times in the US but I don't think about how like not every state has that so like for me I'm like yeah of course we've got you know Worcester and we've got uh, like all the you know New Hampshire which is effectively it's a whole state but it's Hampshire which is a county like we've got you know it's a county literally right over next to where I am Right. right now it's funny we've got um I live in the county of Berkshire but in the U.S. you'd call it the Berkshires. Um, oh, yep. So, yep, we would spell the exact same, pronounce Berkshire. But over yeah, there, I would never. Over here. <laughs> I just never connected the dots. And he, like, luckily, I'm marrying a very intelligent guy. That's like that still loves me despite my silly <laughs> questions. You but wouldn't I was think like, of it, would you? Isn't this amazing, York? Like, da da da. We're in a town called York. Isn't that weird that there's York and then New York? And he's like. <laughs> let's oh, look at a map let's look at <laughs> i think we have a salisbury somewhere around here uh there's a salisbury in massachusetts it's a beachy area i guarantee if you looked at a map at least of massachusetts like at least the majority of it would what's be so silly well. is the city names are the same from like they're in vermont and then they're in new hampshire and then they're in massachusetts and then they're in maine and i'm like so if you say you're from essex like nobody knows say. where you're from. Or like, Port- like to Essex. Portsmouth. You've got like, you know, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And I'm sure there's like a Portsmouth 
there Bane or like you know all of those isn't it it's so copied it like that's a bit like that's a bit lame like exactly. they couldn't come up with new names <laughs> you want to be that's a bit lame like i get it in like one like when you settle in the first place you're like yeah i'm homesick i'm gonna like name everywhere where i was from but oh, we're gonna go over states into, in we're gonna and go they're like, this state. oh, well. uh, i can't be bothered to come up with new names let's just call it all the same again when you do a new build over here and it's like cookie cutter they're like we're, we're gonna form a new state get That's that exactly. paper out we'll get that paper out, get that paper out. Cutter we'll it. just make it a slightly different shape we'll just shuffle it all around make it and then they go oh oh shit there's more cities here shit we're gonna have to think of more names no, no, oh <laughs> And that's when you get that's the ones exactly. that are like really out there. Like, what can we steal oh from the natives? <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. go with that. Taboo. That was great. <laughs> yeah, so I have looked it up, and I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was the Cape, but it's not the Cape. Uh, it is East Boston, is where Down okay. East cider house is. And what's funny is we were talking about hard pouring, and on this can. So if you look, if you're watching the video, you can see like I don't know. Can you read that? And the bottom is all uh, upside down. No. I know you can't read it anyways because it's backwards, but effectively, this part is all upside down. Okay. Oh, so if I, I do that, and up. now there's shit all over my hands, but if I <laughs> do this, because I had it not that long ago. Uh, so if I do that, it says, you know, uh, we know it's upside down. Why? Because the best way to drink our unfiltered cider is to shake it up first. And by turning the can over to read this, you're halfway there. Give it a shake, wait 10 seconds and enjoy. So that is the kind Smart. of thing that Vault <laughs> City and Brew York should have done. Yes, um, however, sure. maybe they did and I was just ignorant. So I apologize, <laughs> Vault City and Brew York, because you probably did it. I just didn't if read it. If you had juice from <laughs> Vault City and Brew York, let us know whether the instructions got, were actually on the can. I've got the label somewhere. I will check it and I'll apologize. <laughs> maybe. We'll oh, I didn't know at the time. <laughs> You guys are a hoot. You guys, like, this is an ab workout now. I'm set for the day. We haven't even got to our third bid. Are we cracking this third bid? I'm still on d- number two. And actually, I mean, I'm, I'm still on number say, two, but I need to say, I pictures, just want to say, so this is a really Now nice. that I know that you're drinking half the beers, yeah. I feel a lot less pressure now. Joe's yeah, drinking no, you half got the, drink the whole thing. I, I finished one. Half. I did a cheeky photo of two, and this is all I've got left of two. So, interestingly, I'd That's like it. to note that my smoothie sour is thinner than my milkshake IPA. I would That's say that mine's about the same. I don't have the other one. I drank and it all. I, maybe this about, wasn't but... as smoothie as I thought it was going to be because I don't think there's any pulp in it. But this Neapolitan ice cream, I really do genuinely get ice cream vibes from it. And it's really interesting because it it does taste like a like a sour, there's fruit to it. But there is also this element of like chocolate ice cream. Ooh. It, like there is that ice creamy... There's the creaminess, but it's not just the creaminess. There's something Is it very coating your tongue. Mm, not in the way that I, when someone uses the phrase like coating, it's probably not sure. the way you think of it. But yes, but it's Joe will know when we had the siren affogato, and I was like, yeah. it has that element that creaminess. of like the creaminess, but it's like an ice cream that's been sat in the fridge, and yeah. you can like uh, in the freezer, mm, and you can taste that it's like the freezer not in a bad way but just that you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's that element of for lack of a better way to describe it because I'm the pleb when it comes to beer <laughs> descriptions it tastes like freezer like it tastes like it's I think that makes freezer a lot of ice sense. cream yeah that makes a lot of sense I was gonna say it's very interesting that you guys have found such thick beers because both both of my beers like have been pretty 
like this one is definitely not translucent at all. Um, but both of mine have been very like light on the palette, lighter than, um, like a wheat beer. Um, definitely not as like full bodied this one. I think so interesting that you guys drank the, the hoppier beer first, right? Because I think maybe that might've been the better way to go. I taste no hops in this. I think, although it is a milkshake IPA, um, I taste no hops. I don't really taste much lactose either. I think it tastes like a fruit leather more, and maybe that's the apricot in there. Like apricot has a very specific way that it shows up in beer. Um, but fruit leather, I'm not, I don't hate it. If, if I was going into this really wanting a milkshake IPA, like emphasis on the milk, I think I would be disappointed in this, mm. but like, based on what I enjoy drinking, this is pretty, tastes pretty good. I, I think it tastes mean, more like a fruited blonde though. Ours uh-huh. was yeah. our milkshake IPA was Citra and Simcoe hop. Yeah. Um, I definitely taste those. And I definitely got the hops in it. But I would actually argue because it's so basically your citra and Simcoe hot milkshake mm-hmm. double IPA brewed with cherry and vanilla. I thought the vanilla came through yeah. quite heavily um, with the cherry, um, but you didn't lose the citra and the Simcoe. It was really interesting. And I very rarely see yeah. like milkshake IPAs that are so pronounced with like, here's the hops we're using and then like fruitiness. And then it looked like similar to this and it was just really interesting. So, but while I could taste those hops I don't know if I would describe it as hoppy like I don't know if that sure. makes sense like I wouldn't for me I didn't that makes go, sense this is hoppy but I could taste the elements that were coming from it, which is hoppy but it wasn't how I normally think of hoppy so I probably sense. would have said that it's hoppy because I'm getting I like I'm quite mm. pronounced getting those hops not in a bad way it's all quite nicely balanced um but I'm not a dipper fan and I hadn't realized that this was a double IPA. And I was like, oh, I didn't either to be fair. Oh, <laughs> like double. when we bought it, I didn't Because I'm not a, like, I'm not a hoppy beer person. Those aren't my favorites. And there's some that I like, but it's not. I, I am personally picking that up more. Not, it's not a detriment to the beer. I quite like it, but I am right. getting the hops in it more than I expected to. I wonder if it's more muted for me because I do like. Yeah, you're used to and, and like those type of things. So yeah. for me, I was kind of like, oh, like I could definitely taste like the elements that were coming from it, which some people would argue like, well, you are getting the hoppiness, but I just wouldn't describe it as hoppy in a way that if the, I think because having the cherry and the vanilla in there and it was all like sort of mixed up it didn't come across as like hoppy as much as it came across as more like fruity and vanilla for me um whereas if I if you had removed the cherry and the vanilla I probably maybe you would have gone like oh yeah it's a bit hoppy so that's quite interesting and I wonder if that's maybe part of it is because I'm like everything you guys are off everything you're describing about that beer is why I love milkshake IPAs I think, especially for someone who doesn't love hops, who maybe has an aversion to hops or like has had a bad lumberjack date, right? I think the milkshake IPA gives the hops a job, which is to balance out the cherry, to balance out the vanilla. Like it's a very, it's a full meal. It's not a single note. There's a lot going on, which I think is why on, on the milkshake IPA that I'm drinking, I think it's a delicious beer. I think it's a delicious apricot blonde or apricot strawberry blonde is what it tastes like to me. But if I was looking for that, like 
full circle beer that has the juicy, the creamy, and then kind of like the sharp. I think like that, that's where I'm like, I love you, but I wish you were better. Like I I wish you were more, um, especially in comparison to the smoothie sour, right? The smoothie sour has the juicy and then is balancing juicy with tart instead of juicy with the hops. Um, but again, lactose everywhere. And I like that. So, I mean, I was gonna say like, to be fair, well, I'm going to go on the record and say this Neapolitan ice cream sour, uh, the smoothie sour, it doesn't actually have, now that I'm having it, like, um, I just took another sip of it, a big sip of it. Maybe it doesn't have that frozen element to it that I mentioned. What it does have is that aftertaste is very, it's the milk sugar, but Mm. it's the milk sugar that's coming through quite strongly with the strawberry and the milk chocolate and the vanilla. And it, like I said, it tastes like melted ice cream. Like it tastes like you let ice cream Mm -hmm. melt in a bowl and then you've just drank it. And it is, but also with this edge of sour, like there was almost real strawberries, in it Mm -hmm. that gave it maybe that like fruity aspect and it's I mean there is because it says ice cream milk sugar strawberry milk chocolate vanilla so I'm sure that they actually probably did put strawberries in it so that that fruity element could come across which is giving like a bit of the tartness even though strawberries aren't naturally like tarts I think that element is the tartness but it does taste like you just had a bowl of melted ice cream with some fruit giving it a bit of tart and it is just Oh, it's so lovely. It's, it's what so I love jealous. about ice cream bits. I'm it's so a US, jealous. but you could get it. You could have your friends. I can't get it. it. It's not here. <laughs> it's not. People send it to you. I'll have, have your I'll family have to, send it to you or pick it up I'll and hold it onto you like my sister my does for me. I'll be like, listen, I'll send you as much yingling as you want, <laughs> but I need you to send me all the weird beers you can find. Yeah. That's what my, like, so even that, like my sister will pick, like I will message her things and I'll be like, there's so I don't know if you know Golden Girls. There was uh, this brewery in um, in Massachusetts. I did a one that had Betty White, and it was like a Betty Wit. <laughs> and I was like, I need that. Like, I absolutely need to have that. And I like messaged my sister like anytime she'll either send me something that's like especially pumpkin spice season because she knows how much we struggle, and I'll get like picture messages of like I saw this. Do you do you want this? And we are very fortunate to have. Um, for us over here, we call it a bottle shop. Over there, I'd call it a liquor store. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have a liquor store that's got like a really good craft beer selection. Um, and they'll put stuff on social media and she'll be like, did you see this? Did you see this? And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, I'll get us a cat. I'll get us a cat. And so that way, like the next time I'm home or the next time someone oh comes to gosh. visit me, she'll like send me the cans. And, uh, and I mean, they're not always cheap. And I'm like, I feel really bad. Can you let me? pay for some of them that's what you have to do you have to work out an arrangement where like your dad or something like goes out and buys I'll it see what i can do this one is the one to have yeah guess oh my the, gosh the next time that sam adam's doing their utopians i'm gonna have to send your sister some money and like get her to get me one i tried to get you them i know you did i think you got there just after she did look for you she did no i totally you. appreciate that but we, i think we were they past were the date like we've got to do it before they, they come out I'll just be like, there we go. All my money, please, <laughs> please. Yes, but I also it. love my sister, but she's she's also not. I just need to fly over there and get one because she doesn't have that same sense of urgency for yeah, fear. Yeah. yeah, I love True. her to pieces, but she is not. She has every intention, but the day gets away with her. Right, right. right. And then she's True. like, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> 
it's gone it's already gone i love you marcy you are <laughs> light of my life you're the best um but yeah i would oh rather gosh. just get it myself <laughs> i get that but i'm opening my stout ladies Okay, okay. okay, I've got my idle hands glass for this one. How do you guys keep your beers cold on your desk? I put a towel. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I just usually let one warm up because it's a stout that can warm up. Stout's not like, a problem. Need, yeah, sure. These two. I've also got a fridge just down here that I can stick some in if I need. Oh my I gosh, do. you guys are living the life that I want. That's why <laughs> fridge there. Um, can't see it. I used to be able to see it when we recorded and then yeah. I changed my desk layout so you can't see anymore. Yeah, now you get to see end. the junk behind me. But you do get to see my US signs to prove <laughs> that I one point did live in the US. But oh my um, gosh. The stout, this, one, yeah. this beer I'm really excited about and I'm also a little scared of. It's a chocolate and raspberry pot of creme. Oh. Um, which are flavors that I like. It's a flavored imperial stout. So like, again, I think we're going to have to talk a little bit about like, what does pastry stout mean to you? Yes. Because much like smoothie sour, it's kind of like a style that's not a style, um, but it's brewed at Uniane Brewery in Niles, Illinois. I'm sure, Ooh. again, going back to your statement, I'm sure I'm butchering that name. So <laughs> this is your brewery. Oh, well now we're going to get a three-star yeah, review on yeah, my yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So, okay. The reason why for individuals that aren't sure what a pastry stout is, basically we're following the same recipe that we had with the smoothie sour that we had with the milkshake IPA. It's going to be a stout. Honestly, I would say like Porter too, like, that's fine. It's going to be a dark beer. It's on the sweeter side. It's going to have lactose and other adjuncts in it. So mine has, it's an imperial style with chocolate, raspberries, vanilla beans, and lactose. So again, we're seeing that like secondary ingredient of vanilla. Did I rinse this off? Do you guys rinse off the top of your beers? No, you don't do I, I get, I understand the concept behind it because I've heard things. I'm afraid just, of germs. Unless oh, yeah. I, unless something looks like it's manky, I just don't bother. Sure. Okay, okay what are you guys drinking? drinking? We're so both we, drinking we got the, the same, same thing, I think. So we've got, um, from, from the dessert cart from Mountains Walking Brewery, uh, we've got their S'mores, S'mores Stout with graham cracker. I said, like, I said it right. Yeah. Please. Ground cracker, marshmallows, and chocolate. Um, Damn. Yeah, this is, and their their cans are so beautiful. Those are beautiful. I want a wall mural like that. Where are they from? Uh, Montana. I've had so many of their good, like, they do so many good, like, fruity sours as well, though. Like, I I discovered them at uh, Nottingham Craft Beer Festival last year. And I had a strawberry shortcake sour from them. Yeah. It was like, it was my beer at the festival. It was so delicious. So, so good. Equally, I discovered them at Bristol Craft Beer yeah. Festival and they did a peach cobbler and it literally tastes like peach cobbler and it was beautiful. And so basically where we got shout outs, where we got all these three beers from, yes. we got it from Suds and Soda. Um, they are the, basically like the bottle shop that's sort of like, I think it's the same owners that own Neon Raptor, yeah. which is a brewery over here. Um, and they had actually Suds and Soda, were who had the stand next to the stall that I was working at, at Bristol Craft Beer Festival. And they had like 
a few different mountains walking and one of the guys I was working with was like you need to have that peach cobbler <laughs> and then I like went over and I was like peach cobbler and he's like do you want some I was like yes yeah. and it was <laughs> amazing i think between mountains walking and hidden springs Mm. those two are my favorite 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 u.s breweries that i've tried for their sours hidden springs is florida um they did an amazing you won't really like this natalie they did an amazing (laughs) pumpkin Pumpkin spice (laughs) it was an amazing pumpkin (laughs) spice like coffee stout it was like a pumpkin spice latte oh yes it was amazing i we shared that joke we did um so so good and then hidden springs also did it was called apple of my pie and it was an That's apple cute. it was an apple pie sour and i love cinnamon and yeah, it was like it was the so right good. amount of cinnamon it was so good yeah it was so good. absolutely and it was the think- sodas bar that i got at nottingham craft beer festival as well because obviously they were inside the neon raptor mm. tap room which was the the uh, Nottingham Craft Beer Festival was kind of built around around the is around it? Snake yeah. Market, which is where Neon Raptor Tap Room is. So it was their bar that I got it from. So big shout out to um, Southern Soda because slash Neon Raptor slash Neon Raptor. <laughs> well, I mean we love Neon Raptor anyway, but Southern Soda excellent, like really good, excellent, excellent customer service getting these out to us. Um, they some of them they said they were they were a little bit old, so they sent us. And it, uh, they sent me an extra one. They sent you a couple of extras, didn't they? Oh yeah, I, I bought, bought a bigger. Oh one. my yeah, god! They, they were like, they're a little bit old. They were like, they're a little bit old. They should be fine because we cold stored them, but we've chucked something extra in for you because of that. Yeah, like, massive shout! Like they didn't, didn't have to do that, that at all. Awesome. I like responded was like, great. you didn't have to do that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I will take a free bit. Thank you. Yeah, I know that they like. I I trust that they cold store and everything else. Yeah. And I kind of and like a lot of what we were getting was like imperial stuff, so I wasn't yeah. really that bothered um but yeah they were like super good customer service wise and yeah, i mean so this is not the first time recommend. that we've ordered from them either and had beers from them so it was just that's amazing you guys almost had an easier time getting these than i did in the u.s, <laughs> in the US so, and that's that's what i was doing a minute ago is i was trying to see on the milkshake ipa if it was just all of these when I went to the liquor store that I went to, which I like, I hopped on Facebook and there's like a Vermont craft beer forum. And like, I asked, where can I get a Saison? And so they sent me to this one liquor store. They said, that's where, that's the best liquor store in the whole thing. And they have the best beer and whatever. And so this beer has a date on here. Those of you that don't know about dates on beer cans, sometimes it's a best buy date. Sometimes it's a, we bottled this on date. US so tends this, to be bottled by, which is exactly. very frustrating. And this, this says 624. So that, that must be a best buy date since it's in the future. Actually, no. Or is it's that a, saying it's January? Uh, it's it says 624, 2021. It's 2022, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I so love that you had to take a minute where you're like, time out, time out, time out. Oh, I was like, okay, this must, I, initially I was thinking this must be a best buy date, but yeah. this is a bottle. I mean, honestly, if this is a best buy date, that's probably why this milkshake IPA, I didn't taste any of the hops since yeah. those oils are what evaporate first. Oh, interesting. Okay. Now I'm going to check. It's all interesting my... you said that though, because I feel hmm. like a lot of, a lot of 
it's really difficult because people will set like you know I, I would say roughly you know you've got like with the hoppier beers it's about like six months but the three to six months potentially depending on the brewery stouts and if it's obviously cold, be longer than that and it's all things. that so it's really difficult almost to tell like how much you know some stouts they still only give six months some they give a year some they give two years it's really difficult to tell and what I struggle with is U.S. breweries all the ones that I have, I've never had a single one that has had the best before date. They've all had bottled Candle. slash canned dates. Sure. But never best before. Over here, they all have best before dates and very, sure. oh, I don't know, it's not rarely. It's about 50-50. You might get the like canned or bottled on date, but they always without without hesitation have best before date. Uh, so like my mountains walking was canned on, ooh. 062321. And it says smalls on the bottom. So that's cute. But um I actually don't know. June? If... 23rd of June. <laughs> this one says I scream 011222. So I'm gonna guess that's January 12th. Because I'm gonna guess it's US date style. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably just been canned in January, and there's no best before. And this one and says this one... What's unusual about this can? This is all I have, so I'm assuming oh. it means January of 2021. Yes, I would say so. Yeah. So that now I'm actually kind of like miffed at this liquor store, right? Because not talking, not only was everything kept at room temperature, like they did have a number of shelves. Like instead of just one cold case, they did have a number of different like shelves that I could mm. walk up and down. So their diversity of beer was much better than what I saw. At, like gas stations here are basically like your bottle shops because I live kind of in the middle of nowhere now like we're in the woodsy estate with all my gardens <laughs> um but now I'm a little miffed so okay we had one beer from like the middle of 2021 this is from the beginning of 2021 which in, it's an imperial stout so like it's going to be fine yeah but then this one Okay, this one at least is from 2022, but this is the one, the sour, I liked the best. So all is to say, probably at this point, I think this is a good learning opportunity for me. I think I either need to start ordering from a service like, like Taver or Beer Drop or do, do they hit you guys? In no, so the, I'm curious. I was going to ask you like what that is. So is that so like for us over here, so this is this feeds into we're not deviating that much because we are talking about the we're just exploring the space. Oh, okay. So for us, we do get like online bottle shops. I so said we don't really have liquor stores you can buy. It's weird because so my experience is living in uh, Massachusetts, having friends that have lived in New Hampshire, going to Maine and all that kind of stuff um traveling around like new england area massachusetts at least when i was there you could not buy alcohol at a gas station it, you'd literally have to go to a liquor store slash i'm gonna say so we call it a packy but that's over here there's a different connotation on that it's a racist thing over there it's a it's called a packy because it's called a package store it's short for package right. store Thank you. I felt like I had to clarify that yeah. because I was like, if I just say that, the audience over here is going to think I'm being like mega racist. And I was like, yes. no, 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 no. It's called a package store. So people call it a packy or a liquor store. Right. And uh, you have to go there uh, unless you want to drive to New Hampshire and go to like a supermarket there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Although we did have the occasional like stop and shop where you could go in and they had like some liquor there. I don't understand how they mm. got around that, but you could only buy it during certain hours. And that was a bit of like a weird situation. Um, 
but like over here you can get them in bottle shops you can get them in su- you can get alcohol in supermarkets mm-hmm. um petrol stations like all that but we also have online bottle shops so we can do i think covid pushed this a lot more than anything else yeah definitely mm-hmm. but you can order i didn't really know about them until covid maybe because people were forced to go online um but you can order beer online from direct from breweries uh, from bottle shops like all so pretty much anything you want you can get and it will ship to you within you know one to three working days pretty much that's amazing what is that like over there now nightmare it's not like that what's it like in Colorado (laughs) and what is it like in Vermont sure so here's what I know about Colorado I have limited experience just in kind of operating my own business my first dream for beer feelings was I I wanted to curate a mixed six pack of beers and it would become like a subscription program that would come with and maybe now that I say this online Someone will like know how to do it and will like help me figure it out. But I DM think still if you the, DM her if you know how. Yeah, please don't please steal her idea. Help me. Help her Honestly, out. steal it. Like live your best life. I've given up on it at least for now. But my dream was to be able to work with local breweries, curate a six pack, and not have like crowlers, like a six pack of like twelve to sixteen ounce cans, mm-hmm. and then have a theme around each of them. So like, this is about summer beers. This is about porch sippers. This is about winter cozy hug beers like this. So that was kind of my initial dream. So that's what started me down this path of what is liquor licensing like? So this is actually a really good tie-in to all the things we were talking about before we hit record. So in Colorado, beer of all of the different types of alcohol is the most regulated. So it has more, more rules than like a spirit than like hard liquor. It has more rules than wine. And so it's very challenging to get it in the mail. COVID made it easier because it allowed breweries to deliver it like a pizza delivery guy. So you could call the brewery, the brewery could drive it to you. The, do you guys have Drizzly? Is that... No, okay. Do you guys no. have Uber? Do you guys have yeah. Uber or Uber yeah. Eats? Yeah. So Drizzly is basically a service like Uber that will go to the liquor store on your behalf and it will drive you okay. alcohol basically, but we're still not putting it in like the postage system. It's not coming to you via mail. So all of these things really gained a lot of traction during COVID because nobody wanted to leave their house because we thought it was not safe to leave the house. So the, the rules in Colorado were still a little questionable. I was never able to figure out how to get beer in the mail. The other challenging thing is each state in the United States has different rules on beer, on alcohol, on wine, on what you can ship, just like prohibition, like when alcohol couldn't happen, basically took all the rules away. And some of these things have not been addressed since prohibition back in like the 1920s. So, I mean, this is, this is me manifesting. I hope this changes now. So that's what I know about Colorado. Getting beer in the mail is incredibly challenging. I couldn't figure out how to do it given I'm just one woman. I haven't been studying it for years, but I couldn't figure it out now here in Vermont. Um, I have, maybe I need to re address, like, can I get beer in the mail? Can I get cool local stuff in the mail? Um, but what I'm learning here in Vermont, just related to alcohol in general, 
alcohol, or I guess maybe it's not all alcohol, but beer is not allowed to be discounted here. So in Colorado, we could have happy hours. You know, if you wanted to drink at the brewery at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday, you could get buy one, get one beers, or you could get dollar beers, or you could get anything. Vermont does not have happy hour, which kind of makes my heart sad. Yeah. Um, Do you know why? Like, is there a reason behind why they don't allow it? I have no, I'm going to have to look into it more. What I do know is evils of drinking. (laughs) Yeah. It's to keep all the loose women at home. Right. (laughs) We say while we sit here with our bits at home. (laughs) What I do know is like, although it was a frustrating call with the state department, they were lovely people. Like they were really kind and really like generous with their information. Um, So just based on the fact that there's no happy hour and the liquor licensing seems a little more strict, I don't know that I could get stuff in the mail, but there are a few like unicorn companies here in the U S that have figured out how to, to the best of my knowledge, legally get beer to you. They focus on local craft beer. And so the two companies that I know of, one of them is called Tavor. Some people call it Tavor, but I think it's Tavor like savor is what I've made up in my brain. When you say that and you said it in that way, and I'm like picturing how it's spelled, I feel like I've probably like I feel They're like I've TikTok. seen it somewhere. Yeah, I've seen people it's a cute girl on TikTok too that's in I charge can, of our social media. I can guarantee that my TikTok feed is not pulling through. We need to get Tori <laughs> in like related. clear TikTok because oh she's got gosh. her her algorithm is sending her weird videos. And she's not in beer TikTok yet. Like, I don't know how she's I will tell you. I will literally, when we're done recording, I'll tell you what my TikTok <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'll have to tell you what my feed I'm not is. Even I... mad. I'm not even mad about everything that's on my TikTok feed, but I don't know how I've managed to curate what I've managed to curate. It is something as, special. As much as I hated on Lumberjacks throughout this podcast, <laughs> I am on Lumberjack TikTok, and it's just men chopping wood. <laughs> I think that's tame compared to something. Oh my gosh. Okay. I got stuck in my pirate. Oh my gosh. I almost had a heart attack. I, okay. Like I said, we live in the middle of nowhere. Like it would be weird for someone to like walk past. And I almost just had a heart attack because I saw like a human walk past my window. It's just my lumberjack fiance (laughs) holding a chainsaw. (laughs) That's exactly so. Um, what is he doing? I think he's going to cut down some trees, you know, just going to do lumberjack, live in the lumberjack life. Oh my gosh. But, um, but Tavor. Yeah. They're Washington based. I've just Googled them. They're a Washington based company. Yes, that sounds right. And so it's actually a really cool platform. So it's an app and they've kind of gamified buying beer. What they'll do is they will have a certain number of cans of beer from wherever brewery in the United States. And so they'll write a cutesy little write-up on like, this is a maple syrup beer and it tastes like pancakes and yay, maple trees, whatever. And then you can say they write it a lot better than them. Although Tavor, if you want to give me a job for content writing, that would be fine. Um, So they will post the description of the beer and then you can hop in there and say how many cans you would like to purchase. They have a per can fee, but you could purchase two cans. You could purchase 24 cans or whatever you want to get. They do have caps. And then what they do is they basically, you just pay for that at one time. They put that in your cart or your box. And then I think once a month, 
they like package up your box and they send it to you. So it's a tricky little guy because you're only spending seven or eight US dollars at a time. So it doesn't feel like that much. But then if you're doing that every day, it gets very expensive, (laughs) but you can get to try a bunch of really cool. I think they're going to, I mean, obviously they're going to be more fresh than what I'm drinking right now. Um, It comes to you, um, I think cold. I've gotten two boxes from them. I've been very pleased, but you get to try some weird stuff. And then the other beer delivery service I know is called Beer Drop. They're based out of Colorado. They have a craft beer liquor store specifically called Craft Alley. Tried to get a job with them. Craft Alley, if you want to work with me, I'll still work with you. I love you guys. <laughs> um, really, anybody that want to work wants to work I with me. Every I'm, step of the way, you're like, I'm going like, to say, but if you want to work, I will definitely yeah. work with you. <laughs> <laughs> help me. I'm poor, (laughs) but, uh, but beer drop is actually, it's a different kind of take on this. So they take it from the standpoint of like, you know, what styles of beer you like, we'll put together what kind. So they'll send you a monthly subscription. You'll fill out basically like a quiz that says, do you like sweet beers or sour beers? Do you like beer flavored beers or experimental things? And then they send it to you once a month. You get to review all of the beers in your box before it comes to you. Again, beer drop if you want to sponsor me or just send me free beer because I think that would be allowed because you're not a Vermont company. That's fine. Somebody out there, please send me free beer. I would love you. I'll talk about you on every podcast. Yeah, all of us. We're we'll sure. Us. If you want to send any of us free beer, beer. Yeah. We'll, all, yeah. Yeah, we'll all talk about Choose you. your country. <laughs> if you need me to move again, I will move to get free beer. I'll move to Canada. It's very close. Canada's lovely. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, so um, that's it. That's what I know about beer delivery. <laughs> It's, it's interesting because I think like what you can do over here is like you're talking about like if you like a particular style or something like that, like what you can do over here is we have brew subscriptions. There are brew subs- like brewery or beer subscription services, um, brew exports, kind of what we have that's importing US beers. We, we did an episode with with uh, brew export, so you can learn about that somewhere else. Um, but it is that thing of like they, you know, export the beer to us and and it's that similar thing of you can put what you want in the cart and then at the end of the month you get something so like it might start out being quite cheap but if you are like joe is like i'm gonna put all the slush puppy ones in basically and then mm-hmm. she was like i put them all in my basket <laughs> i literally like i'm not even being funny i bought those slush puppy ones because they had cool ladies labels and i was like i'm doing it but we'll we'll say a hundred percent like their pricing, for example, oh, USB is, is so fucking good. phenomenal. Yeah, their pricing really is pricing. amazing. Sure. Like they don't just rip people off, which is like they so many it. places do. They cold chain it and like so many places, not yeah. Suds and Soda. Like oh, we, no. we know Suds and Soda is good. Yeah, but there really are other places job. that do rip. Like I, they're not ripping you off because I understand. But like there's some places that I just feel like uh, are overcharging because they can. And you know what? Yes. Like great for them because you know what like they're seeing a market they're feeling that market and they know the value which they can get but what i really respect about like sure. export and suds and soda is they don't do that and so it is more accessible you can get something that normally wouldn't be accessible if you were buying it through another company it's accessible it's great so brew exports one that you add things to your basket 
you could also literally just go to a bottle shop that offers online services like we've got Tremlin Madness like some of the local shops to me that you can order online I've got a hoppy place you, you know we've ordered Tremlin Madness Hoppinism yup like all these different services here in the UK um and you could just message them and go like can you just put together a mystery pack for me I really like these styles can you just put something together and they will do that and I think that's really brilliant and that sounds similar to kind of like what you're talking about of people sure coordinating those boxes but you can over here just go to whoever and say oh can you put gosh. a box of this together for me and they're like yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm gonna move really to the uk yeah come join us <laughs> come visit us yeah definitely is come visit i'll just us. come visit and it's like, for work and then Whoops. <laughs> you will tell your your lumberjack husband you'll go oh i've got to go and then it's for it's work and then he'll go like you have to go to the uk for it then you go oh <laughs> as you're walking out with your bag <laughs> that's exactly like i'll be you back need to bring an extra bag though to put beers in to take home oh you'll go how would you like exactly. to go on holiday for for work like we'll go to the uk really and then you'll go oh <laughs> then he's like i guess we're on our way to the airport now that's what's oh my happening. gosh this is <laughs> great i don't know how we'll get the dog to come and like stay indefinitely but um i believe i believe we'll figure it out We'll work it out on the dog. Yeah. All the other corgis you're going to acquire with your garden. Like, that's great. Yes. You're, you're Maybe we'll just it. leave the dogs to keep the estate in order. You need like, someone to keep the wheels turning, basically. Exactly. Corgis go, like, prune the peonies, please. <laughs> so you, you mentioned about, um, just going back when you mentioned, like, there was some of those, like, oh, we've got this maple syrup beer and it tastes like pancakes. One thing that I noticed down about, like, controversial things is um, I was speaking to Joe and Joe was like, you have to note this down before we talk about it. Um, there was a brewery local to me that mm. every year they release this particular series of beers and they are um, like either barrel aged or nitro. Or it's, it's a stout mm-hmm. series effectively. And uh, I don't want to name it because people, people will know You're going to have is. to name it. So, it's, so it's, okay. the series is called Caribbean Chocolate Cake. Yeah, it's the Caribbean Chocolate Cake yeah. series. And it's from Siren, which is a local brewery to me. And I don't like naming it because everyone's like, oh my God, they're your best friends. And I'm like, no, it's just my local fucking brewery. <laughs> um, but so they do Caribbean Chocolate Cake. And the best thing is it comes out every November. My birthday's in November. So it's great. Love, love. So my husband knows what to get me. And he knows if he doesn't get that for me, shit is going down. <laughs> Tell me if you're not getting it so I can get it myself. Yeah. Because if neither of us get it, there's And we have this conversation problems. every year. Getting every year. November, every year. Like, I don't know if he's bought it yet. Yeah. he needs to he tell needs me, to tell me. <laughs> i'm gonna buy it i might just buy a second set anyway do I just get it what do i do um so they did uh not last year but the year before they did pancake stack and that was a tropical stout and then last year they did another like pancake stout but it was um they did you know another pancake stack but that was um a white stout so i might be getting like the actual technical name wrong but it was effectively like pancake maple syrup type thing but one was a tropical stout two years ago and one was the white stout so obviously the white stout is going to be a bit sweeter just naturally that's how it is and and it that one was more last year's was definitely more like sweet it was more maple syrupy it was more like what you think of I think when you think pancake stack but two years ago 
we had pancakes down and it was a uh, the pancake stack and it was aged in a barrel um which was giving it all these different complex flavors and it was just really interesting uh it told you right on the can you're gonna get notes of tobacco like I literally have a can in there I could have gone out I should have grabbed it and read it basically <laughs> it was saying you're gonna get tobacco and all these different things somebody had basically gone and wrote this like scathing feedback about how it wasn't sweet at all it was terrible like you know it tasted like x y and z and just awful and I was like all those things that you listed are all things that are on the back of the can that they've told you it was going to taste like also it what you're describing you thought it was was a pastry stout what it actually is is a tropical stout I mean admittedly would I categorize that what I had as a tropical stout Mm -hmm. probably not but like looking at the style reading what it was I was not expecting it to be this like heavily sweet thing like they said it like it will taste like tobacco and this person was like tastes like tobacco tastes smoky like all these things that it was listed mm-hmm. and that brings me to the controversy of like sometimes I think if you give a beer a dessert sounding name people are automatically making an assumption that it's going to be sweet or that it should taste exactly like this particular dessert and they might not read the rest of the label sure and I think that's a detriment because some people come in going this is terrible it's not you know it doesn't taste like it should or and it's just because they read a cheeky name that was an interesting name that they took inspiration from maybe well you look at the label and it's a particular <laughs> color and you expect it you it's know, pretty it's yeah. blue or it's pretty or you know oh that's going to taste like blueberries and it doesn't and people get upset it's like sure labels in itself are almost controversial because like I'm a person that if I don't know what I want I might go in and go what's the nicest looking label yeah fucking I absolutely (laughs) judge a a book by its cover yes absolutely well and then and then we have some like desserts that have complicated flavors right like German chocolate cake does it would that beer taste like chocolate would it taste like coconut would it taste like caramel it could be any or n- well, it probably shouldn't be none of the above. Like I, I would probably get really frustrated at a brewery. Like if they had a tiramisu beer and it had nothing that tasted like coffee, that yeah. would, that would bother me. Or if it said cherry pie beer and it only tasted like the crust and it didn't have any cherries, like to me, that would make me really, really frustrated. Yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, now we've entered a whole new realm of controversial, which is like beer marketing. Controversial yeah. inception. <laughs> I almost said contraception and I was like, no, no, no. That's <laughs> controversial as well. Very yeah. much in the United States right now. Thing, yeah. A whole separate conversation. Ooh. But um, we're trying to get that controversial. At the well, yeah, we're just, we just want to talk about beer. <laughs> Everyone probably um, already knows how all of us fits this one. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I think, I do think breweries probably, if I had to like advise a brewery, right? Like I have a background in some marketing, like just for my own businesses, both of you do as well. Like when you own a business, you become a marketer because you have to. I think a brewery would be better served having like a wild, vague beer name, calling it like Stegosaurus beer. Like, well, I don't know, like I don't the, know what Stegosaurus tastes like. Like the Poofa Floofa beer. Like just uh, I some. Love that name. That's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> I want marshmallow in that beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, then, then again, I'm making an assumption there's going to be something like poofy. 
it's every good. Like a marshmallow, exactly. every marshmallow. Exactly. <laughs> or like, um, I was going to say Hawaiian sunset, but that kind of has some connotations too. But like the grandma hug beer, I think they would be better served choosing kind of these bigger sweeping names so that to pique someone's interest so that they do read the can. Cause if that individual did read the can and it said has notes of tobacco, I'm not a big fan of tobacco note beers. Like yeah. just not, not my cup of tea, um, kind of Scottish ales, anything like that. That tastes like a history book. Um, <laughs> the PT, not, stuff. not what I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I want to drink my like lactose fruit vanilla beers, but I think the name needs to pique my interest. The label needs to have something intriguing. That's going to catch my eye as I'm scanning the rows and then make me read the side. And then actually as much as I like have enjoyed, like these labels have actually been really fun. Like this one, we had the snake and the karate guy, this got like, this label is actually pretty boring. Like, but yeah. you know what it says? Chocolate, raspberry, pot of creme. Like I know what those things are. And so my two, I told you guys, my, my main beer tip that I give people is pour it in a glass, make sure you rinse the gl glass out first. The other thing I'm seeing if it has, no, none of my cans have my things that I typically give people tips on. Normally my other go-to tip is if you're at the liquor store, just look on the side of the can. There should be, look on Wiley Roots. I think Wiley should at least not let me down. There should be a section that has like three words on it that says like tart, refreshing, lemon, or like crushable, malty cereal. Like there should be a little section that kind of is a cheat sheet that says like, this is what you can expect. Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm sad Looking that my enough. cans that I have don't have that because I think like Brewers, if you're listening, just put that on there because oh, there I think go. the difference yeah, between a roasty maple pancake and a cigar malty, I don't know, like stones. I don't, now I'm stuck in like the wine world. We always <laughs> joke with my friends that like crushed granite is always a right. term in there that's listed. But like list three words because people are smart and people know if they let like, ooh, like that or not. So I feel like I'm gonna... has it. We've got tasty yes. luscious cherry, creamy vanilla, and sweet citrus. Yes. Like that's cool. That's really nice. And do you think that's what it tasted like? Yeah, do you think did. that was a fair? I feel I like that's so. very fair because I think vanilla sometimes can get lost, but it was yeah. very pronounced in this. Yeah. The cherry was very pronounced. The vanilla yeah. was very pronounced. And the I love that. was very pronounced, like from the hop. So like, yeah, I would yeah. agree with all of that. Um, I love that. But then the rest of them, like I can kind of understand why maybe they don't because it's like brewed with all those things sure. in a Neapolitan ice cream. I mean, it's called Neapolitan ice cream sour. So chocolate, sure. vanilla, strawberry. Like that's what I'm expecting. That's what I got. The small stout, graham cracker, marshmallows, and chocolate. Like that is what mm. it is. Uh, do I get all of that? Mm. Graham cracker, get, not so much. The graham cracker, but, but I, I definitely but get the chocolate and the marshmallow. I did note down a point about the graham cracker, where a lot of people over here, I have literally seen people say, "Like, what is with all these breweries putting graham cracker in?" Like, I don't understand because, like, graham crackers don't exist over here, though. Is it a biscuit or a cookie? It's, it's a biscuit. It, oh, <laughs> a, I don't know. Oh, that's a good conundrum because I don't know. Because even just in the US, I'm like, it, it, you, call, you call it a cracker. 
no, I would say I would not a cracker. It's I would just call it a graham cracker. But it's like I would never call a graham cracker a cookie. Ever, but I like if but I was I on my deathbed Mm-mm. but I also wouldn't be like we're having like cheese and crackers like because well, no, it's a sweet better get the graham crackers out like no, you want to be putting the graham crackers in your peanut butter yeah peanut butter I that's what I grew up having was graham crackers and, peanut, crackers butter. and peanut butter so good um that's like I also one of the don't know that I would ever have people over and be like let me grab the graham crackers unless you you've got you the spoil people. fire this pit out the s'mores yeah yeah but then like then it's an assumptive close. Like then I think yeah. it's you people it. know that I'm gonna get graham crackers. So okay, but interesting. Like, so graham crackers, graham crackers are, are one of those things that over here people are like, I I don't really know what it is. I don't really understand it. Um, you know, what, like I it's being like... put in beers. But then I'm also like, I feel like people put them in beers and they don't really add much yeah. other than potentially to the grain bill i guess like i don't know uh but also just to say it's a s'mores beer and i put ground cracker in it right. but i don't think it ever yeah, really comes through and I, like often what we say the equivalent of graham cracker over here is is a digestive biscuit I sometimes say a rich tea, but I don't think either of those are right because I wouldn't put peanut butter on either of those. (laughs) They're close. They're close, but not quite. I use a digestive as a substitute when making a s'mores over here. Oh, yeah. If I don't have it, especially the ones that are like the chocolate covered digestives, because it's chocolate like caramel digestives. Those uh, are the ones yeah. you have the graham crackers. You can do I... that's just ruining it though. Like, no, I mean, that's that's a some people it heightens it. What are you but talking just... about? That's the best. Yeah. When when you guys say digestive cracker, I'll I'll or digestive for your... biscuit. Yeah. I think about like a fiber pill <laughs> or that someone <laughs> needs to like regular like there's nothing sexy about saying like i'm going to eat a digestive i've got some in the cupboard i've I've got some in my cupboard i'll show you when we're done recording i'll like show you what it looks like Um, i probably should show it on the actual recording but like most people are going to know what i believe that they're delicious just like from an american standpoint i can understand that entirely you crumble them up and use them as the base of a cheesecake which you would so they're like graham graham crackers so they're similar just not and but i'm sure it's I've not them. it's not the same it's not the same that makes sense but they are the cl- i think that's the closest that's you're the closest it is the closest you're gonna get over here sure i also think that they probably add very especially plain ones like graham crackers you can get like cinnamon sugar ones you can get like the different honey variety yeah honey one i think is like the standard graham cracker um but I mean, over- more sugar for the americans yes <laughs> love it um <laughs> But I don't think that they particularly add like a lot of flavor to the actual beer itself. And I think it is more, I I mean, I'm going to put a controversial opinion out there. I think it is more of a gimmick when people say they've had graham crackers, because I think I would love somebody to tell me what it actually adds to it. Other than, like I said, maybe to like the grain bill or something like that. I, I mean, I, like I think to this know. beer in particular where it's been added, I don't think it really adds anything. So I'm not really tasting it. Um, but I've definitely had beers where it's been added as like a, graham cracker crust and then so i've got that mm. kind of crust vibe from it one. but it's probably just coming from the grain rather from the grain bill rather than it is from actual graham crackers that's what i mean it's like they can add it yeah. in and it's not like dramatically ch- like because it because it can sit with the grain bill like so seamlessly it's not really changing it's not completely like going oh we're adding this like yeah um 
we're adding an adjunct and it's going to change like all of this stuff. It's like, no, it works in quite well to work with the grain bill. And then they can say they've added it in and then you're going to get similar things from it anyways. So we might as well just add it in because it helps. But I would love for like, if anyone that is a brewery, happens to listen to this and happens to have made it this far in because this is definitely going to be a two-part. This, <laughs> this is definitely a two-part. Um, I don't even care anymore. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> if somebody actually makes it this far and uses graham crackers and can say like that they use it for anything other, like for something specific, if there's something specific I should be getting from sure. graham crackers and beer, I would love to know. And I'd love to be proven wrong because I just have never, I've had a lot that have claimed to use it, but I've never had one where I've gone, Oh yeah, that's that's graham cracker. Well, and I wonder, does the beer you're drinking specifically say it includes graham cracker, yeah. or does it say it's yeah. like a graham cracker inspired? Because what you're saying, like everything you're saying, is making sense. The graham cracker is the grain in the s'more, right? Yeah. It's the starch in the yes. s'more. So I, after every, I mean, of the total, hold on, Aaron's in the room. Aaron, how many beers have we brewed? <laughs> Aaron. He's like, I know you're recording. I'm not going to talk to you. I think we've brewed three beers, three or four beers. I think if knowing that like, I am not a brewer, I've not worked at a brewery, like all the disclaimers, right? If I was brewing a graham cracker beer, I think it would maybe make more sense to use like a caramel malt and cinnamon instead of like trying to shove graham crackers in there and maybe get funky floaties. So like, this does say you're gonna get like a proper small stout mash. with this does say small stout with graham crackers, marshmallows, and chocolate. But then okay. I guess maybe it's just me though, because like I'm totally willing to say maybe it's just me, and I just can't my palate just cannot tell the difference between a normal, you know, malt grain bill, whatever, and the graham cracker itself. Because at the end of the day, does this taste like a s'mores? Yeah, it, it does. does, because it's you get the marshmallow and you get the chocolate in a way for me that lands similarly to like American chocolate. Like it tastes almost like Hershey's mm. syrup. Like it doesn't taste like a Hershey's bar per se, but it does taste like there's mm-hmm. like almost Hershey's syrup in there. Um, sure. So it does land that way. And then naturally there is that graham cracker element in there. But it's like, would I go? Yeah, I could definitely, I know they've put graham cracker in it as opposed to just said that or I I mean I don't know I just yeah it's interesting it's a very good beer and it's got that boozy warmth but it's not 10.5 percent it does not taste 10.5 percent no very smooth drinking creamy very does what it says on the tin tastes like a s'mores happy days I think it would be fun now I'm creating more projects please invite me back so we can do this together this is what we do when it's just the two of us as well this is what I love, love but it. I think it would be so fun to have, again, somebody else order a bunch, like a s'mores beer, right? That has three distinct ingredients. We have graham cracker, chocolate, and marshmallow added. Maybe have it like a yogurt parfait beer. So we have like the, thing? probably, I don't know. I'm <laughs> sure in Colorado, it's a thing yeah. here in here in Vermont, they're probably like, I'm oh, interested. Not, it's not an IPA, but like if we got some kind of like funky, natural, spontaneous sour with lactose and like raspberries, and then maybe, you know, but like, I'm thinking if we could get a lineup of 
three to five beers, each of which are listing three distinct adjuncts. And then you do a blind tasting. I wonder if you're tasting marshmallow because the can says marshmallow, or if you're tasting marshmallow because you really can taste it. Cause I can talk myself into a lot of things like that first beer. Um, the first beer I drank had lemon in it. And I don't know that I would have pulled the lemon because of the lemon or pulled the tart and the sour, but I, I mean, I love blind tastings. I love teaching blind tastings, um, because I like that people can get out of their own way and I love to do them myself. And Aaron doesn't like to blind taste. So he's a great pourer. So that's, that's really what I love most of all. (laughs) I think you should brew that bit. Like you should try brewing a series yogurt of parfait. those beers. Yeah. Brew a yogurt parfait. Interested in that. And then oh try brewing gosh. the s'mores one yourself and, and see, see like, do. try what you should try to do. Cause I'm now delegating more things. Yeah, Cause she's please. the ideas person. I'm the like, idea. She does, she does, she does it. Because we're going to have this tap <laughs> system <laughs> in the kitchen. You're yeah. going to have a tap system. So you're going to have at least two lines. So what at you need to do. At least two lines. What I'm going to task you with. <laughs> because I'm the idea person is you're gonna have to brew a beer that's like minimally chocolate or chocolate and marshmallow or like to that effect mm-hmm. and then on your like grain bill you know put cinnamon in it and just do a normal grape bill then do one where you actually put graham cracker in it so you are effectively making a s'mores with both but one actually has graham cracker and one does not and then just like blind serve it to people and be like can you tell which one has graham cracker in it I love that. Okay, well, maybe. So, okay, Vermont liquor laws have won so far. Like, Vermont liquor laws won, beer feeling zero. We're going to fight the man, though. We're going to change. <laughs> We're going to fight the man. We're going to write. We're like, going to fight Vermont. It's going to be a new Congress. revolution. I don't know how it works, but we're going to do those things. We're doing it. <laughs> but I think um, one thing that my friends always ask is they're like, Natalie, why don't you start? a brewery why don't you start a tap room and I'm like because I like drinking beer I don't like I like brewing beer when it's Aaron and myself and we're at home and like it's easy I don't know that it would be fun anymore if it was my job but maybe that because there are all of those nano breweries and there's just like for better or worse I run into a lot of idiots every day and I'm like if you can run a business I can run a business like I can do this but maybe that becomes like maybe the theme of the brewery is blind taste testing and maybe every beer we brew is with um like okay golden stouts are a great example um or blonde stouts, I guess they're called, they're not called golden stouts. They're called blonde stouts. Now they're controversial beer. What's it's a blonde light stout. Is that effectively a white stout? But yeah. I think it's a white stout. Yeah. It's basically, it's not a stout. Like white stouts, blonde stouts are not stouts. They are light in color, but it's basically brewers trying to use the brewing process to try and trick your brain to so get a light colored beer to taste like a stout. So, yeah. maybe so, the like, same, so they are the yeah. same thing. That's not okay. Cool. I yeah. just was like same page. Cause we would call think, it that we'd call I it white stout. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the times that I've tasted, if it was a blind tasting, like truly like blind, like cannot see it. So maybe we serve it in like the stone steins that people get upset about, or like we serve it in a, in a glass that's like, more opaque instead of, and we say, can you taste the difference between this? 
maybe that's my brewery. That's my million dollar idea. That's, that's it. As you say, you don't know together. if you'd love it anymore, but maybe you would because you'd be using it to further the thing that you do love, which is like teaching people sure. and having, because if you're finding a roadblock, I think we talked about this in our part one, which is now what it is, <laughs> part one. Um, I think you mentioned it about how like you can't, and maybe you didn't, maybe you, maybe this was off the recorded. I don't know. But you were basically saying you were struggling because the way the rules were, you couldn't just go in, they cut the happy hour, you couldn't just go in and, sure. and like, you know, sell tickets my event. to tasting at a brewery. Like you couldn't do the events there. And, and that was a roadblock for you in Vermont. But could you have that brewery and find the love for that brewery by doing very nano small batch so you're not trying to do like massive scale but then whatever you were brewing was maybe you do one or two like core things and then one or two that were like interested used for education purposes and then you do blind tastings or anything like that like that similar thing then you could continue the events and that would remove the blocker because it's your brewery so you don't have to sell tickets you could just do it you guys are amazing you're solving all my business problems no I think (laughs) I've got to say I literally will have a conversation after (laughs) I'll send you my invoice don't worry (laughs) (laughs) we already in the new house it's all free I was going to say, don't send me an invoice because the house has plumbing issues and that's actually really expensive. Oh no. It's all right. You can have all these, just it's like you, I constantly go, whoever wants to do this, have it because I, I can't be bothered to do it. So I will give you the idea. Oh my gosh. You just give me, maybe send me some beer for, for fun and then you do what you want to do. <laughs> Done. So if anyone listening is a master brewer in Vermont I'm really good at business. I promise. Like I'm still kind of a silly girl, but I'm good at business, but that's where I think like I, my proficiency is not strong enough in brewing beer yet. Right. Like we can always say yet, like I can learn how to brew beer. There's a lot of idiots that can brew beer. I can learn how to do this. And I have you guys and I have you guys and you can hold my hand and talk me through it. You have to want to, if you don't want to, that's totally okay. You can farm that off to someone else and you just come up with your ideas. And that's, I think if I could find someone that was a capable brewer that I could say like, okay, I really want a beer to taste like a lemon meringue pie, but I want that meringue that like, I don't want it to just be a lemon sour. I really want that like airiness. I want effervescence. I want like, I want it to feel like I could talk about my beer feelings and then somebody else could be like, I can do that. That would be an awesome brewery partner. So if you're in Vermont or close, you want to help me start a business, let me know. I would love to manifest this for you because I think (laughs) that that would just be like, that's my idea. What I would absolutely love is being able to be like, like someone else start a brewery so that I can just come in and be like, here's Mm -hmm. some ideas for the events that you can do at your brewery. If you brew the right beers around it, like I've got ideas. Cause you're right. That would be awesome. And there's like, there's a brewery here in town. It's called black flannel. And they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. They're the only brewery that I know in town that has Cicerones um, on staff. And so they're able to teach really sophisticated workshops and they can teach those workshops and they can do the event because it's the staff teaching instead of an outsider teaching, which like, I get that Vermont. I respect your rules. I'm going to follow them. But it doesn't mean I'm not mad. We don't respect. It. We don't respect them. We follow <laughs> we don't them, them, but we don't we'll follow them. It doesn't mean we respect them. Okay. Or understand okay. I like that. I like that. I can. Um, I can. I can. 
I can follow something, but I don't have to respect it and I don't, don't have to like, like it. Okay. I like that. Like it. I like what you guys are saying and I don't like those rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I do like what's going on is this brewery does have, like they have Cicerones on staff. They have a James Beard Award winning chef. And so they do do a lot of like cool tasting things. So I think it would be so cool to have like the beer feelings experience. And then, yeah, every brew, this is how you can tell the alcohol has kicked in. (laughs) Every beer that's brewed is always brewed in tandem. Like there's always two at the same time. So maybe there's like for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. You guys don't have Thanksgiving. Ooh, I do. (laughs) She does. Um, <laughs> I, I make dinner we know it. what thanksgiving yeah. is you guys know what it is people so. think it's people think it's christmas and i have to explain to people like it's, it's not christmas. really That's christmas so it's like it's beginning chris like pre-christmas yeah, it's like um, the kickoff the countdown to christmas exactly but i'm thinking like okay around thanksgiving season so in november it would be interesting to drink a cranberry wheat next to a cranberry sour. Mm. Like, I think that would be interesting just to That'd be like, be which one do you like? And then that, mm, okay. Business has been born. That would teach you so much what you like about beer too. Like, do you just like cranberries or do you like sours? Yeah. Because I think a lot of what we drink, like when I drink a beer with vanilla in it, do I just like vanilla? Do I just like this beer? Cause I like vanilla or do I like that? This is an oatmeal stout and the oatmeal makes it smooth. Mm. So, okay. Hmm. I've got ideas, but I'm not going to say them while we're This ready. has been a very Because <laughs> I'm like, I cannot. <laughs> I've, I've got, like, you speaking has just prompted more we're gonna ideas. We're going to pour some more beer. So <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else now. When we're done recording, that's when I'll be like, ideas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love you both. Thank you for having me on the show. Did we even talk about the pastry stout? Uh, I mean, it's good. It's good. Mountains walking. Great job. You do really good beers. Happy days. Great choices. So I wanted to say about pastry stout is I think it's better now. Like I think I said on on your podcast, like I think a lot of British people go pastry and they think of like meat pies. (laughs) So they're like pastry. Like they think savory when they hear pastry. Um, so when they see pastry stouts, they're like, but it doesn't taste like pastry. Instead, they've got to think dessert. I think if they were called mm. dessert stouts, it would make more sense to some people. Sure. I think that's kind of been cleared up over here now because a lot of places are making pastry stouts and pastry sours. So people are like, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's pudding. <laughs> I think the like, problem that really has is if it's like if people are buying something, not realizing that it's a pastry, they're like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. And you're just like, that's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, yeah yeah right yeah that trip's that's amazing I mean I I love them I think my biggest objection which we kind of touched upon on pancakes if you're calling something a do you guys have dirt cups this seems like I a really, know like, what it is I remember so I'm gonna like age myself <laughs> for anyone that's in the U.S. specifically I don't know where this chain restaurant actually hits in the U.S. but I know that it's a chain restaurant like where I was from um and growing up, I remember back in the day when I was a kid and I used to just go in places and, like there'd be like a smoking and a non-smoking section. And then like yep. you go into this restaurant called The Ground Round and <laughs> they would I've have... I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah. So it might be, maybe it's just specifically like a New England day. Like if you've ever heard of The Ground Round, please 
DM me so I know I haven't like made up the name of it. Like I know for a fact I haven't, but it would just be good to have your support. Um, thoughts and prayers. So there was also so this, I mean, this is this restaurant is long gone, like so far removed. But they used to have like on the kids' menu, there would be like the dirt cup, and it would be a flower pot, and it's um pudding in the US, which is jello pudding, but it's not jelly which is yeah. what people over here think of jello because the brand jello what uh, is pudding in the uk any like, what does pudding it just means dessert, dessert full stop so it's, it's not like pudding pudding no so like the only way i can describe it to british people is like custard but all different flavors of custard like is it like angel delight mm, no no it's just like a it's like custard but you okay. get like it's chocolate, chocolate. it's chocolate jello pudding cheap like but it's not just cheaply made oreo you can get anything so in in this in this dirt you get like the flower pot and then there'd be chocolate custard to british people or to us it's pudding pudding uh and then oreo crumbs on the top and then they'd put like the worm crawlers in it and sometimes you get like a flake like a fake flower in it and it was like a, a dirt pot yeah, they call it, they call it dirt cups, and oh. that's um. Ooh, I appreciate them. Ex. I respect them. We don't have those. <laughs> we don't. Oh my but. god. Okay, to so all of the British citizens out there, I want you to immediately go out and make this because it's <laughs> they can't. Like the... We don't get Jello pudding. <laughs> no, but we could. You guys can't from, get. We can make them chocolate. You can. I okay. you could use chocolate Angel Delight. It's not the same. What is Angel Delight? Is it like yogurt? No, no it's, it's lighter it's, so it's, it's like a, it comes in a powder and you mix it up with milk and it makes like a, like it makes that'd be that'd be close i think it's more like oh from my experience i thought that was more like moussey yeah it's a little bit moussey mm, pudding's very custard it consistency it's like okay. slimy Oh, I'm on. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm on Amazon.co.uk. You can order the jello pudding selection depends on which flavor you want if you want like if you want the jello instant vanilla you always want instant top tip always want instant because you don't have to like (laughs) boil that or anything like that i've got some in my cupboard because i bring it back every time i come back uh just plain ass vanilla you've got 4.49 for one it's like sub two dollars with with dirt cups i would order the cheapest like most affordable thing that you can get like this is not a fancy dessert this you is can like get slop chocolate fudge instant pudding and pie filling one of them for 4.99 or you can get a six pack of devil food one which will probably work best that's 15.99 for a six pack 15.99 for a six pack yeah but you can make six of them or 11.69 for just normal chocolate get pudding. the cheap one get the cheap six one pack. or if you were able to find like a chocolate cream pie Okay, and you could scoop out the insides. You don't know. Really yeah, we don't really get those. You don't really get that no. either. Oh my god! You also, I'm gonna blow your mind. We also don't get whoopie pies. We don't get yeah. like there's a lot of things we don't get. You, okay, we, we so did whoop- make, start making whoopie pies. Whoopie, whoopie pies, pies are you can only physically thing. you can physically make it, yeah. but you don't just go to a bakery. Oh no, you can't like, buy. Them I would anyway. like to have. So I didn't get pies. I didn't get whoopie pies in Colorado. Those are new to me, and so what? that's why I'm gaining a lot of weight. That new because because you've been introduced to all these amazing flavors. You're welcome. I go to the grocery store. I'm like, whoopie pies, which is basically just like a small cake yeah. that you're like. Now, question, question, question. Discs, right? What do you call 
cho- uh, uh, brown sprinkles that go on ice cream. Sprinkles. You just call them sprinkles. You call them jimmies. Yeah. We call them jimmies. We don't. Yeah. I've heard that. We I, don't. I've sprinkles. heard jimmies. If someone said like, "Oh, I want some jimmies on my ice cream," I would understand what they want, but. And I don't know if that's a Colorado thing versus a New England thing. I think it's a I've New heard... England thing. I think it is very much a New England is, thing. Is that where I and then in? the other thing Maybe. I've heard is my dad, I guess, has this a bunch of friends. into nothing to do with beer. I'm like, what nothing is to do with this? You guys can cut all of this out. No, it's Kate. We're no, it's fine. We're my my dad awesome. said that everyone in New England says wicked. Like that's wicked hard and that's wicked smart. Wicked hard. Yeah. But I'm sure in Boston, they would say like wicked smart, but I say wicked (laughs) smart. (laughs) Yeah. Smart. Yeah. I don't say that anymore. That's wicked tough. I've never heard anybody say wicked. Watch the show. If you really, (laughs) if you really want to know how people talk, watch wicked tuna. Tuna? Like the fish? Yeah. (laughs) It's people... Flung a glass in New England, and it's these tuna fishermen, <laughs> and they're like, "It's called Wicked Tuna." And oh, that's yeah. If you want to know how people in Boston sound, Google a clip of Wicked Tuna, like, and just okay. watch that. It's, if you've got Disney Plus, it's on Disney Plus. I know because <laughs> and they're all, I, I can't even. I can't even go back to trying to do a Boston accent now because it will sound fake it will sound I feel like I I'm going to compare myself to like Matt Damon try and do an American accent I feel like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck they're like from Boston but their accents when they're in films are fucking terrible (laughs) and I think they've just been away too long and that's how I feel so I feel like I would come across like Matt Damon or whatever because basically I, I, I'm on that level. It's fine. <laughs> You're Matt Damon. I'm basically Matt Damon. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, that's why I, I feel like I can't even begin to like, tr- I, I mean, I've got my Bruin sign. I've got my Massachusetts sign. But if I tried to do Boston accent, Boston. it would be really bad. This it is, does. It's yeah, we're like going to cut of, this out because it's this one is of not my favorite pastimes is when people go, Where are you from? And I'm like, Guess where she's from? And they're like, West it Country. happened at the bar. I just laugh in their face. We, we were working behind a bar, and someone was like, "Oh, where are you from? I can't place it." And I just was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" And I was like, "I don't know." And I was like, "I'm, I'm sorry. I have got people to serve." And Joe's fucking crying. crying, and she's going, "Where are you from? Where are you? Where are you from? Sorry, where are you from?" And this guy on the other side of the bar, he's like, and he's like, "Are you from? Are you from West, West Country? Country? Bristol?" You got, he's like, "Have you, have you got a tractor?" <laughs> Yeah, my combine. And I was like, no, she has a contract. I'm gonna go have my cider. Like, let's go. I was like, no, she said, tell him where you're from, Tori. And then they're like, but your parents are British, right? And I'm like, no. Like, we literally blew this poor drunk guy's mind. He was like, I've literally gone to Wales with my in laws, and my sister in law came up to a bar with me, and they went, oh, yeah, this beer for the lady from west country or they either said west country or bristol my sister-in-law who's british cried she was literally like it's funny that's hilarious it's funny we all find it funny we know you don't and that makes it funnier fucking funny funny. oh my gosh meanwhile silly american girl here i'm like there's one kind of british accent and that's it (laughs) which (laughs) and 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 i bet you're like it's the one from mary poppins (laughs) it's (laughs) a That's like so 
so many people when they default to the British accent, it's like the Mary Poppins, like proper London one. Oh my gosh. It's like My Fair Lady. Well, maybe there's two. There's like the beginning of My Fair Lady and then the end of, the my, end fair of lady. my Fair Lady. Oh my God. I love it. I'm going to show up at some point in the UK. I don't know where I'm going to fly. I mean, I'll probably I don't know where London. I'll be, when it will happen. I don't I'll know when or where I will be. But I think I'm just going to send you both a message and be like, hey, I'm here. Can yeah. you show me around? Yeah, <laughs> That's fine. But you've got to bring Heddy Topper. you got to bring all the cans of Heddy okay, Topper. I'll bring, I'll bring, I will bring Heddy Topper. <laughs> and we'll drink it and we'll be mildly. They'll be like, oh, that okay. is fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's, I, I really wanted it to be really good. But um, no, I, I would love that. And w- whenever you guys come back, Joe, I know you're, you're not from here. Um, well, but I whenever you come at least once a year, so to the yeah. revolutionaries over here, um, you colonists, hit me up and I'll drive. It's, it's taken a it's while to make, away. it's taken a while to make peace with the word yank. Like when I first moved here oh, and really? people call me yank, I would like naturally get really defensive about that because it sounds, it's a very aggressive word and it sounds like you're being rude like you're being mm-hmm. mean and you're being rude i mean but we are like, <laughs> but it's not a- no but it's not actually i mean mate you threw our, all our tea in the in the fucking fuck ocean your tea like- fuck your tea <laughs> like really the people the people i speak to it's like when they say yank it's like affectionate it's not it's like like taking the piss but it's not means like there's no meat like yeah. some people will say it means spirited yeah. But like the majority of people that use it, it's not mean spirited. People just like use it in a sentence, and I'm like, you can't call me that. That's really mean. When I first moved here, anyway. So now you're not just Yankee like, though, because you're like above the southern bit. Everyone's every every people I speak to like everyone's Yank. That's American. Not me anymore. They're like, ah, but not you. You're different. Oh my gosh, you're you from Bristol. <laughs> we have a Bristol. Yeah, we, we have a Bristol. Yeah. Every state yeah, has see? a Bristol. Bristol, Bristol. <laughs> this is definitely a two-parter. We've definitely made peace with that. Yeah. We've come to the bit where we've got to close this off. It's really difficult to close it off because what do we say? We'll let you close it off for us. But also before you close it off for us, give your plugs. Plug anything yeah, plug you want to. Plug all your things and then just sign it off from all of us. We're going to just hand the keys over wow. to you to do that. This is a lot of pressure. So I'm really glad I have three beers in my body, but um, you guys have been amazing. Um, if anyone listening is interested in hanging out with me in Vermont, wants to be my go-to brewer at this brewery that I'm now going to invent, hit me up. Or if you're just enjoying like my, my, my style of storytelling, um, if you search beer feelings just about anywhere on Google, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, I, I think I'm on, I should be on Pinterest, but yeah, you'll find me. Don't worry. Yeah, (laughs) nobody. I mean, I'm still on Pinterest, but here we are. Um, If you look up beer feelings just about anywhere, I'd love to hang out with you. I'd love to talk with you, follow along. My goal is always, like I said, I really take beer from a beginner approach. If you have anything that feels like a dumb beer question, send it my way. I may or may not think you're testing me, but I will always give you an answer. Um, but thank you guys so much for letting me hang out with you on the podcast. Um, everybody listening, I would love if you would subscribe to this podcast, wherever you are streaming, 
If you're enjoying listening along, please make sure to leave a review, but only if it's going to be five stars. Uh, we talked about that. That may or may not make the cut, <laughs> uh, but I promise we talked about it. And you know what? Go ahead, listen along. This is a really long-winded No, close. no, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My closes are never this long. If you're liking this, whether or not you listen to the Beer Feelings podcast, go ahead and leave that a five-star review <laughs> while you're at it. But I hope that no matter, this is how I always sign off my podcast. So I'll sign off your podcast too. I hope that no matter where you are and what you are doing, that you are doing it with a great beer in hand and even better people by your side. Cheers, everybody. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers.